Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Is good now? Yes. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is uh, June 23rd, 2021. The time is about 4.30 p.m. Reddy Noon PC does conduct Zoom conference calls every single day. For those people who are listening to this in the podcast, Reddy and other media, you can check our timings at rnlockgroup.com. If you're in the conference, if you want to ask any question, please raise your hand. You'll be announced with your name to ask the question. Jignesh? Yeah, uh, very good afternoon, sir. This is Vignesh. So, mm-hmm. my priority date is uh, January 16, 2012. Last mm-hmm. October, I did the uh, uh, downgrade from EB2 to EB3. Now, for I-140, I-140 came with uh, RFE about ability to pay. The company mm-hmm. is saying that, like, once EB2 dates are fast approaching, so they don't want to reply. Now, I have a fingerprint appointment on 7th on 2nd uh, July. So what happens to that? Like if I again file when the EB2 becomes current, this appointment, the biometrics and has this or again I have to do a new biometric again and once. Yeah. I would uh, I would rather not get this I140 denied if the ability to pay is an issue. Withdraw everything and file everything fresh, okay? Say that again, sir. Withdraw everything, file everything fresh again, 485. Mm. So EB2, when it becomes a current for EB2, uh, everything has to be filed again. Current everything. That's right. That is right, sir. Go for the biometric, but withdraw it afterwards. Okay. And what if my wife files it? You know, my wife's state becomes current. So if she files, nothing happens to the 485 that I have filed, right? It has to be withdrawn. The reason is that the basis for that is the I-140 application that you filed that is going to be denied or withdrawn. So this basis is gone. The foundation is gone. So this 485 is gone. You have to file, even if your wife files it, you have to file a fresh 485 application for you and your wife. Okay. Next person, please. Okay. Paul Venture. Hi, Rahul. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, I have my uh, pri- my priority date is uh, May of 2016 in EV2 category. Uh, I was I wanted to know if it's if it's okay for me to go to my employer and ask him to apply for I-140 in EV3 category right now and have it ready just in case. Of the yeah. Date Why not? And Why not? And should I be doing should I be doing this in 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 premium processing? Or should I do regular processing? I would do regular regular. processing and convert into premium processing later on. Okay, thank you. 
thank you so much, Rahul. Thanks for taking the call. Next person. Yeah, in that way, you have EB2 and EB3 ready for you. Next person, please. Neil? Hello? Yes, Neil? Hello? Yes. Yes. Hi. Uh, I have a question. Uh, I am on the H-1B visa right now. And my employer, he's uh, telling me that uh, if I, I want to become his associate uh, on H-1B, can we become an associate? I don't know what associate means. Associate is not like a partner, but he wants to share some, some of the profits. Okay. So he wants to share some profits. So let's say, for example, yes. if Redian Neiman PC gets $10,000 profit, I mean, we give some money to yes. some of these associates. Yes. It's just a profit sharing. There is no share certificates for you. You don't own the companies, right? No. Uh, he's, he's going to hold 100% share. Yeah. And he's, yeah. this is a private company. Yeah, that's fine. I don't see any problem with it. Okay, and have the second question. Uh, my priority date is in August 2020, and mm -hmm. I'm a, actually I'm a physical therapist right now. And I I saw like your video. You say like uh, to downgrading from EB2 to EB3 is a little bit hard for us. Yes. Um, so what should I do now if I want to downgrade from EB3 because I have my doctorate degree? It's not what you have. It's what the position must require. So um, definitely uh, you may have okay. to file one more prevailing wage and you have to do the whole nine yards just like the way what you did okay. for EB2. Oh, okay. So it's basically the new filing, right? Yeah, that's right. Um, now, please, oh, other okay. people ignore him. It's a, a little bit different case than other people, guys. Yeah. The best and safest is to file entire application again because... There are some people that are reporting they're getting their I-140 approval. There are some people reporting that I-140 is getting denied uh, for the downgrade applications for physical therapists. So it's very hard to rely on it. I would rather start everything fresh and file an EB3. In that way, you have both applications okay. ready. Okay? All right. Okay. Thank you. Next Thank person, you. please. Atul. Thanks, Rahul. Uh, my mother came on a tourist V2 visa in January of 2020, but because mm -hmm. of COVID and travel restrictions, we filed for her extension of stay through the I-539. Then subsequently, mm -hmm. in December of 2020, I filed for an AOS permanent residency application for her with mm -hmm. me as her son and a U.S. citizen as a sponsor. Um, mm -hmm. Last week, we received a letter of intent to deny her extension of a stay application that was filed over a year back. So let me understand. You are a U.S. citizen or your sister? Who is a U.S. citizen? I, I am a U.S. citizen. I am her son and a U.S. citizen for life. Just withdraw the, withdraw, the, withdraw the 539 application. It won't negatively impact her. But make sure she doesn't travel until she gets a green card, okay? Right. But I got a letter of intent to deny from the USC, USCIS. Withdraw it. Withdraw it. Okay. With, How... Withdraw the 539. So just send a letter saying that I, I want to withdraw? Yeah. Okay, so don't reply to the intent to deny explaining why no. I filed for extension that time. Right, just withdraw it. Okay, thank you. Rajiv? Next person, please. Rajiv? Prem? 
Hey, Rahul, this is Prem here. Yes, Prem. Yeah, I have a question. I have my EB3 downgrade 140 approved, but uh, my attorney did not file for advanced parole at that time. And I'm thinking, uh, can we do it now? And I have a valid H1B stamping. And if I need to go to India, uh, can I use that to come back uh, Is because of the travel ban and everything? Travel ban is there on advanced parole in both the things. For sure, you should file an advanced parole, though. So, but I cannot come back on advanced parole on the travel ban, right? You have to uh, quarantine yourself for 14 days before you come in. To some other country? The, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. Everybody who doesn't have the advanced parole EAD, file it. It's free. It's not that paperwork. No, my uh, attorney uh, said that if I file along with 485, it will get denied if I go to India. So they were adamant. It's not, it's not getting... It's not getting denied. They were so busy in October of 2020. We didn't file in our office advanced parole in DAD, believe me. So if I file AP now and I go to India, only my AP will be denied, right? Not my That's whole right. You're right. absolutely right. All right. Thank you next, so much. Next person, please. Hassan. Uh, hey, Rahul. Uh, this is Hassan. Uh, so my empl employer and my attorneys filed uh, for my EB3 downgrade from EB2. Uh, there is a slight twist because they also had to amend the petition because the company name changed and the tax ID changed. Uh, that was done with regular processing uh, in October 2020. Now we tried to do premium processing to get the, uh, you know, the amendment and the um, downgrade approved and we got it rejected twice. First time without the cover letter, second time, uh, and the, both time the reason was they said uh, the original labor cert wasn't included. And, yeah, go ahead uh, with the question. I know. No, go ahead with the question. The, the question is, what do we do now? Like we did it twice and we already spent like one month on this whole back and forth. And the second time a cover letter was included uh, and they still rejected it with the same same thing. And this is at the same service center where we got, I where I got. Yeah, my keep keep trying. That's all I can tell. Okay. Uh, Okay, and my EB2 date isn't current yet. EB3 is, at least the final action chart. Uh, so should we, should I try the EB2 um, amendment as well? Because I my employer name changed and the tax ID changed. I would not do that. Okay. Okay, thank you. I would you. not do that. And Next can we change, sorry. Thank you. Raghavendra? Yeah. Hi, hi Rahul. Uh, thank you for hosting this call. So I have a question uh, regarding my uh, visa extension. So currently I have uh, the valid visa stamped on my passport till uh, 14 October 2021. So considering, uh, you know, uh, this travel ban getting lifted up. So can I travel to India once my extension gets filed? Uh, when is it? When is, uh, I'm sorry, what extension you're going to file now? H1B extension? Uh, H1B extension, yes. And when is your passport visa expiring? Uh, 14th October 2021. So you want to go to India if the travel ban is lifted and you want to come back before October? Uh, no, I mean, see, uh, extension is still in process. So my employer hasn't filed the extension yet. So I was thinking once that is done, can I go to India? I mean, before, still, uh, is... while, while the extension is still pending, you can still go outside the country and come back. Okay. 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 I mean, uh, there are but, but there's one problem there. When you come okay. back, though, make sure you have to inform the USCIS about the I-94. Um, and if by any chance any problem occurs, so you may have to go outside the country to Mexico and come back. 
Okay, so once uh, that new uh, petition gets approved, right? The reason is After that it will have an old I ninety four number which correct. is not correct, correct, and that will that will give you a lot of problems at a later date. For that reason, it's better that you step outside of Mexico and come back. So, uh, like this, I can do once my uh, new petition gets approved, right? And uh, this, you can do it. Uh, I mean, yeah, after going right. to that's India right. and coming that's back. Right. That's right. That's right. Okay. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That was my question. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Shri Ram. Um, hi Rahul, thank you for organizing this. Appreciate it uh, for helping us. So uh, my situation is that uh, my EB my EB two priority date is September two thousand twelve, and uh, um, a successor and interest uh, petition was filed by a company that acquired my original company, um, along with the EB three downgrade. Um, but this was in October twenty twenty. But uh, three months into the petition, um, I was laid off, basically big part of a large RIF. Um, I wanted to see what will happen to my 140. Uh, the chances that they could be approved, or um, if it is approved, can I file, or, or before approval, can I file a 485J with my current employer? No, no, you cannot. The reason is that the job offer must be continuously there for a period of 180 days. The job offer didn't exist. So the basis for filing the green card has, a, you don't have a basis for filing the green card. Okay, I read that on USCIS website that it should be approvable at the time of filing, which it was in my That's case. right, it's, that's right. It's approval at the time of filing, but the job offer was last within six months. Okay, so that's you... my problem. Okay. If it was after six months that you lost the job offer, then the approval thing will come into picture. Okay, so what do you suggest? Uh... I do not want to rely on this 485 application, abandon it, and then start working on going with a different company and filing the labor and I-140 again. Okay, thank you so much. Next person, please, because it's a faulty thing. It can fall down at any time, so you don't want to rely on the faulty thing. <clears throat> Sai Kishore. Hey, Rahul. Um, I do have my uh, EB2 I-140. Uh, priority date is uh, 2013 Feb. Um, I did downgrade back in uh, October 2020. I'm still waiting for my uh, EB3 140 to be approved. Um, so since the current dates are Jan 2013 and uh, there is a possibility of uh, Feb hitting next month, uh, should I upgrade to premium processing uh, or should I just wait since it's almost been like nine months now? Why were you waiting? Why did not you upgrade before premium processing? Uh, yeah, I was just uh, trying to make sure if it gets approved by any chance. Yeah, I, I, I don't save the money on this one, okay? You okay. just you look at the other gentleman, you lost job. So a lot of things can happen. You don't want to leave it to the chance. Do it premium processing right now. Don't even hesitate it. Okay, I appreciate it. Next Thanks, person, sir. please. Sivak? Hey, Rahul. Yeah, thanks for taking this call. Uh, um, real quick, um, uh, my... Uh, one for uh, permanent date is uh, 12 18 2021 sorry um 2012 uh, it is current on eb3 uh, through my previous employer so i'm going back to previous employer because as i got a job through them uh, it is current on eb3 but mine was uh, approved on eb2 um so when i ask for uh, like if i after a couple of months if eb2 becomes current 
can I go back to 140 of EB2? Uh, they said that it takes multiple months or multiple trials. We have to, I, because only one is a. Uh, we can do that. Um, so, what is your suggestion? So, I, 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 yeah. You speak Telugu? Yeah, Telugu, sir. Alu ledu, sulu ledu, kodku peru somalengam. You go there, file the 485, let the EB3 go. EB3 is going so advanced. Why are you dreaming about EB2 coming in it? But yes, I completely agree with the lawyer. Yeah, in the case of 140, time ago, I already EB2, EB2 140 approved, right? So on the Canadian uh, chance. Of no. Yeah. So if you file the downgrade EB3 application, file the 485. Okay. If, if by any chance any problem occurs to the EB3, your 485 will be automatically denied. Did you get it? Hello? It's not there. Your 485 will be automatically denied. So I can't hear you. So for all reasons, though, you need to get the I-140 with the EB-3 approved faster. Replacing with the EB-2 is not that important. It is a matter to be discussed. If the EB2 moves forward, which is not likely right now, but when it moves forward also, I, as a lawyer, am very hesitant, keep changing to EB3, to EB2, EB2, to EB3, though. Just like your lawyer, too. Okay, I agree with your lawyer on that. But it's too, you're going too far in advance. Okay, sir. Yeah, I mean, they asked me to file that 485. I was kind of curious. In one, two months, if it becomes current, I can use that. But yeah, I mean, I'll do that right away. So, okay. because it's the like, Progressing six months uh, every month. That's okay. what I was thinking. Okay. Thank you, sir. Next person, next person, please. Ravi? Take the thing which is there right now. Don't worry about what is going to come tomorrow. Getting into the 485 is both is very, very, very important. Ravi, go ahead. Hey, Rafael. Thank you. Uh, so I am on a H1B visa with uh, with uh, some with employer A and planning to join a new employer with the change of employer petition approved. So my current H-1B visa is valid till end of this year. So can I uh, continue both the jobs, uh, uh, full-time jobs at the same time? Uh, because my current employer still has some work and he wants me if to continue. If your current to... employer wants to continue to work, they yeah. have to file something called concurrently filed H-1B. You cannot okay. work on the current H-1B that you have. They have to okay. file another application for concurrently filed H-1B. Okay, gotcha. So, uh, okay, so I cannot work with the current H-1B even though if it's valid. Uh, because if no. they don't re revoke it, it's still valid, right? No, still, you either can work for this employer or that employer. You cannot work for both employers. Okay, gotcha. And I'm going to put a link how if you want to work for both employers continuously, they have okay. to file something called, uh, they have to call something called uh, 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 concurrently filed H1B. I put a YouTube video of 10 minutes there if you can, uh, or six minutes there. You can watch that video if you want to do that. Gayatri, just okay. direct it to everybody. Next sure, person, uh, please. Thank you. Darmender. Uh, hello, Rahul Garu. Uh, thank you for uh, your services. Uh, my quick question is like, uh, I have uh, uh, been in United States for like more than seven years and more than five places I have been moved. And 
I'm preparing for my documents and I found that I missed one uh, AR11 for address change. For example, uh, I, I did submit for A to B, I missed B to C, but I did C to D where I'm currently right now. So is there any impact on 485? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, okay. There are a lot of scammers who are coming to scare you guys on that, okay? Okay. These are scammers from India. Send an email from CBP or USCIS. Uh, they're, they're not true. I have not no. seen a single enforcement on it. Um, okay. There is a couple of articles that I've put on. I will try to uh, give you the link to you. Be aware okay. of be aware of those people. Okay. Okay. Sure. I'll do that. Uh, yeah. Actually, I, I, I was just uh, trying to prepare my all the documents after listening all your blogs and uh, YouTube videos and all. I'm following every time. Uh, my second question is, uh, once uh, 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 my son is uh, uh, part of this 485 approval and uh, if he goes age out, including that four, uh, uh, I-140 time uh, grace period, what we consider, that also passes and I don't get the green card. Still, he is eligible to get the green card or he has to go on F1 visa. How, how, uh, what is the priority date you said? My priority date is uh, uh, 15th March, 2017. Ah, I see the point. Did you file an EB2 or EB3? EB2. Is your company willing to downgrade your application? No, my company is like, I, I told them that uh, I can spend the money, but uh, they are not willing to do. And damn. Yeah, how, how long your I-140 has been pending? Uh, I, I started in 2015 and I got approval in 2017 somewhere. No, it's, it's not the labor certification that's pending. It's the I-140 that's pending. Oh, okay. So I have to count the number of days from the day when I filed I-140 and I received it. Okay. When you're, those are the things. So you just have to deduct it from your son's age. Okay. Uh, so that's the only thing that you can do. And he's 17 right now, is that right? He's, a he's 16. He's 16. Yeah, you're with the wrong company. <laughs> yeah, he will be. He will have to move on to F1 if he turns 21. Okay, but okay. do you okay. think uh, after uh, this 485 gets approved, uh, green card will take that much time? Once a 485 is approved, then he got the green card. That's it. Oh, okay. 485 approval is the green card. There's nothing else. Okay. Okay. Then it, I think I'm good with that then. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Arun? Next person is, if the final action date becomes current though, your son will be saved. You don't have to have the 485 approved. You don't have to have to get the green card for your son to be saved in the 485 application. It's just the final action. You said your priority date is 2017. That has to touch. Unfortunately, it's only a 2011 right now. That's six years is a long time for EB2. So that's too scary for your son, okay? Tarun, go ahead. Um, hi, Rahul. Uh, I have a question about um, my, um, I filed my 485J like uh, with education and the supplement in October, 2020. And um, I received all my like receipt notice for 485, 765 and 131. But I recently received a notice that's called like a 485J supplement fee waiver notice. And I'm trying to figure out what exactly does that mean for my 
overall process like does i don't know why for some people they issue the 485 j receipt notice i don't know for why some people they don't i don't know why for some people they issue the 485 j approval for some people they don't there are a lot of people who get the green card without any receipt notice without any approval of the 485 j they get the green cards approved so it has no meaning whatsoever at all for you right now like in terms of like moving the application or anything no uh, it has no meaning at all you're good i have one more question so uh my h1 is um, about to expire in like um in august but i have not received my ead and ap so um so is there a way like um, can i file for the uh, h1b renewal at this time okay. you should Uh, you can wait until july like you can wait until uh, july and prepare it ready and then file it in in the august just one week or 10 days before it expires you can file it you don't have to do the filing right now yeah because my attorney says that uh, that the law is not absolutely clear like if i can actually file for uh, h1b renewal uh, okay. while my 45 is pending you can we you can. can okay you can The law is not clear whether you are eligible for three years or one year. Oh, okay, yeah, all right. Okay, okay yeah. Next. Thank you. Yeah. Next person, please. Subbara. Subbara, you have to unmute yourself. Hey, yeah. uh, sorry, uh, I am not good. Thanks. Uh, uh, my prior date is twenty eighteen December, so I, uh, it was filed on EB three. so i you know three months four months ago i switched the job i got full time opportunity ah, come so on. that time i did i didn't thought that you know this many visas is going to come so my question is is uh, my previous company pay stubs is mandated to file 485 or and i need to go so back it's not um, it's not mandated but it's up to the company if they want that provision to be done Oh, my previous company has to file for ATI. Or I can approach any lawyer. They can file. No, you cannot approach any lawyer. You have to go through your company only. Uh, my company has to file for ATI. The company has to sign the for ATI J supplement. You know yes. that, that's the consulting company Vipro. You know, you know. If you go back, they will say that you need to wait a couple of months, even though you just joined or something. They will delay. Uh, Damn. Damn, you're not in good shape, buddy. try to see if she can go back to vipro again okay okay so i'm i'm a little bit dilemma because i don't want to you know because you know i don't know whether my prior date is going to come on 2018 december or not uh, yeah that's right i mean dilemma december i can't well, you can tell. you can do one thing you can take a call in september okay okay, okay. next person please but Thank you cannot you, you cannot hire your own lawyer and file your own for it by you cannot Uh, next person thank you next person please sunil hello rahul sir uh, thank you for all that you do so i have a question uh, so my priority date is in eb3 uh, 2011 june and it's current now in october uh, last week of october uh, we filed for 485 765 and advance parole for uh, me and my wife and kid mm-hmm. and now my h1 has been uh, renewed and her h4 is not but uh, she has a, a job 
but we applied for H, uh, AOS EAD, but not uh, H4 EAD because H4 EAD was in uh, March, but we applied for AOS EAD in October. And she's her uh, EAD is going to expire next month. She has only one okay. month left. So, so can we question, expedite? Yes. You can try to expedite, but I don't know how to do that. Everything that I know is not working. Like the AOS EAD expedition? Okay. Yeah. All right. And also on uh, medicals, my uh, attorney, so she's uh, not agreeing to do the interfiling. That's up, to, that's up to you, your lawyer. It's up to your individual decision. If you want to use, I put a link there. You can use it. That's up to you guys. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. Next person, please. Ryan. Hey, Raul. This is Ravi. Yes, sir. Hey, thank you for all the things that you do. And uh, a quick question, uh, uh, apart from the EB2 and all that, uh, um, this is regarding my parents. They came in August 1st, 2020, and uh, the six months is done on uh, January 30, 2021. I applied mm -hmm. for extension in uh, December 2020, and uh, I got the receipt notices and they went to the biometrics. But after that, we didn't hear anything uh, like the case is still pending. So they're so how long they can stay? Can they stay 180 days plus 180 days or one year? How do I count it? Because this ends in July and I'm not sure what- Wait, 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 wait. So they came in, you applied for the extension, you applied for the second extension, right? No, I only applied for first extension. Until what time did you apply for? Uh, when I sent the first extension, I said, I mentioned the date July 31st, 2021. Is that within six months or is it more than six months after the I-94 expires? Exactly six months, 180 days. 180 days. So you can do one thing. Is she going to, is your parent going to go to India before July 31st? Or are they going to stay here? Yeah, that is what we are in dilemma because of the current situation. So you can file one sure. more, you can file one more extension. Okay. So if they are not willing, I mean, if they want to go, they need to go before July 31st, right? That is right. Absolutely right. Okay. Okay. So it is not one. It is not like one year, uh, 360 days. It is like six months plus six months. That's right. Okay. Got it. Thank you. Thank you all. Next person, please. Apan Sharma. Uh, hi, Rahul Garu. Uh, my question is about my downgrade EB3 140. It got approved, but the priority date on the approval notice is incorrect. It's like five years in advance. Is that a problem? Uh, my dates might become current in July, so what do I do about that? I just uh, one one thing. One thing. When when was your previous I one forty approved, and when did you left the company? Uh, that was in two thousand sixteen. I switched the job, um, and it was in two thousand seventeen that uh, one forty was filed. It was approved. The priority date on the previous one forty was right. This is this is my third. You, uh, after the I one forty is approved, how long afterwards? You move to a different company. Well, that's after years, many years, two, three years. Okay. So I don't see, um, uh, try to correct the mistake though. Okay. Send an email to the USCIS to correct it. And in these circumstances in which you are in though, um, we have filed many 485 applications explaining them. The priority date is wrong. We keep a separate sheet for it and we send it to them. They do accept those arguments. They do accept those arguments. Also, I want you to get the, um, I want you to 
make sure that the lawyer has submitted the previous I-140 approval and to get to make sure what is in the file, there is a link that I have provided in the in there in the chat though, where you can go and request the I-140. When you request the I-140 petition though, <coughs> you can request both I-140 petitions so that you have everything with you at a later date if there is any problem. I have the copy of both of those. It's just that I want you to have a copy of the I-140 petition, not I-140 approval. Because do you see the I-140? Did your lawyer put that information there? Is there any mistake there? No, I don't know. Okay, that's the thing that that's the thing that we need to look into. So that's take a look into it. If everything everything looks good, you don't have to worry about it. Have the lawyer contact the USCIS, and USCIS does not respond. Okay. But you're good to file the 485. My 45 was filed in October, but it's just that approval came now and the prior date is incorrect. Ah, okay, okay, yeah, that's fine. You, you're fine. You're fine. Yeah. You are, you're should I try to re correct it or just? Yeah, you should still try to correct it. Yeah. Okay, sounds good. Thank you, Algar. Next, next person, please. I'll take the next two callers, guys. Um, Naveen. Hi, uh, thank you, Mr. Rahul, for your time. Uh, in my situation, uh, my previous employer filed for I-140 priority date is uh, June 2015. Then I switched the company in 2017 and my uh, current employer filed for the home process starting February of this year. So what when are, you what, say they started processing, did you file the POM processing? Yes. Or did they file the prevailing wage? Uh, they filed the prevailing wage. Ah, that's going to be a long way. Okay, what's your question now? So my question is, with there's a chance, like I'm a, it, it is under EB3, there's a chance it might come become current. Like what are my options to... Can you go back to the old company? And uh, no, they're not operating anymore. Ah, well, beggars don't have, you can't choose, buddy. Okay. You don't have option. You just have to wait for this perm up to, to be approved, okay? Okay. If the chance would have been there to go back to the old company, that would have been better, but the chance is not there. Okay. So the, pro okay. the processing is about a year? Yeah. That's a minimum of one plus year, actually. It may take one and a half year. Thank you. Next person, please. Vijay. Uh, hi, Rahul. Thanks for doing this. Um, my quick question is, uh, so my priority date is August 2011, and mm -hmm. it's an EB2. And uh, somehow I was not able to downgrade my EB to EB3 earlier in December. And um, my lawyers have uh, are about to file the EB3 downgrade plus I-485, I-797, and 131. Uh, so would you suggest me to wait for the EB2 to come current or just uh, file for EB3 because EB3 downgrade might take time, right? Uh, I would do the EB3 though. And what is your priority date you said? Uh, August 2011, 26, August 26, 2011. And EB3 I'm uh, current, yeah. So yeah. you didn't file the 48 before? Is that what you said to me? Yeah, I didn't, I couldn't. Uh, my form was not uh, approved at, uh, by December uh, last year. So I couldn't find, file it. Ah, uh, I see, I see, I see that. I see. Well, why did you file an EB2 though, I-140? Uh, because they uh, they want, well, it was not moving that fast. So uh, they filed it in EB2. 
they said like okay if it is current then we can file it in yeah. the founded ibc so it's, it's it's august 2011 is right yeah i would wait i would wait if i were you i would oh. wait i would not file the downgrade application okay 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 so, because it's uh, june 2011 yours is august and the final action date is december i would wait for a couple of months because it's an extra step unnecessarily mm -hmm. um but hey you know there is a 0.1% chance i may go wrong <laughs> sure sure yeah okay sure thanks thanks for it okay thank you um thank you guys for coming in uh, sorry we could take all the people um uh, if you want to make an appointment there is a uh, there's a button there you can press it and you can make an appointment guys thank you guys for coming in next conference call will be tomorrow at 11:30 thank you for listening to ready and newman daily podcast we sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review for more information or if you want to make an appointment check out our websites rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com have an awesome day